Welcome to Newest Latest Best, the quick daily show to keep you in the know, with all of the newest information, latest releases, and the very best that games have to offer. I'm Jeff Kanata, and today is Monday, September 18th, 2017. It's Monday, so we're talking video game release highlights for the week, starting with tomorrow, Tuesday, September 19th, the release of a really interesting project called Echo. It's coming out on PC and PlayStation 4. This is a sci-fi stealth action game where you are infiltrating this sci-fi palace that is populated with dozens and dozens of clones of yourself. And what happens is the things that you do to survive to take down these enemies, they start to learn from. So you can, the way you behave in the game is echoed by all of the clones around you. So if you start to be distracted by things, they might start to get distracted by things, allowing you to sneak past them better. But if you play very hostile and and deadly and start shooting them, they learn to play that way as well. So your actions are echoed in their behavior. Sounds like a very fascinating take on the stealth action genre, and it comes out tomorrow. Tomorrow also marks the release of Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite. It's finally coming out on uh, PlayStation 4, PC, and Xbox One. This newest iteration of the team-based fighting game features the Infinity Stones, which are a big part of Marvel Universe lore, and some uh, brand new cast members. You'll be pitting uh, big Marvel characters against big Capcom characters as a story mode, and other new features that shake up this classic franchise. The stream of sports games continues tomorrow as well, with NBA 2K18 being released for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. I know Switch players are excited to be playing NBA 2K18 on their console, and having seen it played in handheld mode myself at PAX Prime uh, just a few weeks ago, I can say it looks and plays really, really good on that platform. Comes out tomorrow, September 19th. PlayStation 4 owners will have a new action game to play tomorrow as well. It's called Hidden Dragon Legend, and it is a 2.5D action platformer set in ancient China. Uh, It comes actually from an independent studio in China, a Chinese studio called Megafun Games. It has all the stuff you would expect from an action platformer, air juggles, combos, puzzle solving, and it looks real pretty as well. Ubisoft surprised everybody last week by announcing a game out of nowhere called Atomega, and it is coming out tomorrow. I love when games are announced and released within just days of one another. It comes out on PC, on Steam, and it is an online multiplayer first-person shooter that works a little bit differently. Basically, the idea is shooting other players or collecting certain resources in the world allows you to build up your character and have more mass to construct weirder and weirder forms that give you new abilities. And the team with most mass at the end of a 10-minute round is the winner. This looks really interesting and unique. It's a, it looks like a bunch of cubes and you're blasting each other. It's from Ubisoft's internal indie development house, that brought us Grow Home, which was one of my favorite charming little games from the year it was released. So I'm very much anticipating this as being something special and enigmatic and, and odd and delightful. Atomega comes out tomorrow. 
Speaking of fun, interesting, and unique indie games, Thursday, September 24th, sees the release of two hotly anticipated indies on Nintendo Switch, SteamWorld Dig 2, which is the big 2D sprite-based action platformer uh, that a lot of people are really excited about. And then, of course, also Thimbleweed Park, which is the classic point-and-click adventure from the creators of Maniac Mansion and Monkey Island that will be released on Switch as well. Friday, September 22nd, sees a lot of really big releases as well, including the second expansion for Guild Wars 2 on PC called Path of Fire. Path of Fire brings players into an entirely new open-world zone called the Crystal Desert and also introduces mounts into Guild Wars 2 for the first time. But rather than simply allowing players to get around faster... Each mount in Guild Wars 2 Path of Fire has its own special abilities to help players traverse and explore the world. Path of Fire also introduces nine new elite specifications, one for each of Guild Wars 2's professions, and it's priced at $30. The Lego Ninjago movie is hitting theater screens this week, which means the Lego Ninjago movie video game is also coming out on every conceivable platform, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, PC, Switch. It's uh, that Lego formula done with the Ninjago characters from the Ninjago movie. If you're into Ninjago or you have young people around you who are, chances are this will be a crowd-pleaser as a film and as a game. September 22nd is when you can get your hands on it. The original versions of Pokemon Gold and Silver, which were released way back in 1999 are being released on 3DS, and they're actually making boxed copies that they're going to sell in stores as well. Although, when you open that box, all you'll get is a download code for the virtual console. I think that's probably good enough to sucker a lot of buyers into picking this thing up, thinking it's a new Pokemon, which is a little unfortunate. Still, I'm sure it will please a lot of players who want to revisit those worlds and characters. Meanwhile, Pokin Tournament Deluxe makes its way from the Wii U over to Switch on September 22nd as well. Much like Mario Kart 8 Deluxe before it, this is a update, revamp, reissue of a game that was available on Wii U. This is the Pokemon game where you actually command the monsters themselves, and it's finally being released for Nintendo Switch. Friday also sees the release of Raiders of the Broken Planet. This is the 4v1 shooter that is coming from the developer of Castlevania Lords of Shadow and Metroid Samus Returns developer Mercury Steam. Pretty cool pedigree there. It looks like a really interesting game. Those 4v1 shooters were all the rage a few years ago, but with the sort of tanking of Evolve, we haven't really seen too many of them. It'll be interesting to see if Raiders of the Broken Planet gain some traction. Certainly interesting what they're doing with the release, giving away uh, the ability to play the first few levels early and for free. So I think this one might have a chance. And finally, Friday is also the release of Project Cars 2, the hotly anticipated big driving simulation game that will support PlayStation VR, looks really beautiful, and will be released on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. Hey, I also want to discuss a correction. Um, several listeners pointed out that I totally botched 
the president of Nintendo America's name when I talked about the Nintendo Direct last week. I was kind of doing it tug-in-cheek, but yes, it is pronounced Reggie Fizame. Reggie Fizame. Everybody calls him Reggie. He's been around for a long time. He's a great guy. Very nice to talk to as well. And I apologize for mispronouncing his name and uh, won't make that mistake again. Really interesting news story about Fortnite and the fact that for a brief, beautiful time, players on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One were able to play together. Cross-platform was enabled sort of unceremoniously, just was happening. People noticed it, confirmed it, it hit the internet, and of course they ruined it because once it was confirmed, they put the kibosh on it. That's why we can't have nice things. Evidently, Sony is the one who says no to these kinds of things. They do not want cross-platform play to be enabled on any game. Uh, Microsoft has been very vocal in the fact that they would welcome it. They are open to it. They allow Minecraft, for example, an IP that they own now. They allow it to have cross-platform play across a whole number of different platforms, except PlayStation 4, because Sony says no. Sony, who positioned themselves uh, at the introduction of the PlayStation 4 as the consumer-centric, we-want-to-do-what-you-guys-want company, doesn't seem to be holding that position so much now. But Fortnite, it seems, uh, Epic had enabled it, and it was just happening. It was really interesting. Some eagle-eyed viewers noticed that there were uh, players in their chat that had underscores on their player names, uh, which are not possible on PlayStation Network. So they noticed that they were able to chat with players that had an underscore character in their username that must be on the Xbox One. So they confirmed this. They were able to log on with uh, Xbox One and PlayStation 4 at the same time, confirmed that they were able to cross-play, posted it on the internet, And as soon as it was posted and people make a big deal about it, of course, Epic had to patch it out. Their official comment on this was, we had a configuration issue and it has now been corrected. This is what they told Eurogamer. It's a shame. And it's actually (laughs) crazy that this seems as easy as it is. It seems like it was just a flip switch you could just let playstation 4 and xbox one players play together and it's not a big deal but this is more a political issue this is more uh gaming companies not wanting to work together or one in particular not wanting to work with its friends and that's sony so hopefully they'll change their stance at some point i would love to be able to play destiny for example across multiple platforms with with friends on other platforms i think that would be wonderful but Can't do it now, as Fortnite players found out.